0: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 146 of Town. I'm Jamie M.V., and of course, that's Jackie, and Allie is not this still frame because she's right there. What's up, Because I'm right here. <laughs> what's up? And uh, joining us is Rdu, who hasn't actually visited us in a long time. So really, really happy to have you on with us today, Radu. Hi, nice to be here. Awesome, awesome. Well, we it's this time of the year, guys. This is the time of the year we're all super excited about, since it only happens three times a year. But lots of cards, lots of cards to talk about today. And we'll probably just focus mostly on uh, checking out those cards. But, um, you know, like, how's y'all's week been, though? Like, maybe just kick off like we always do. Anything cool happen this week? Fantastic.
1: (laughs) Some a little more fantastic
0: than others Uh. here.
1: Yeah. Nothing yeah. too crazy for me. Just
0: playing Hearthstone, honestly. That was just yeah. a week. Cool, cool. But yeah, Jackie, tell us about that that little trophy you got over there on the bed.
2: Yeah. So the reason I had such a fantastic week is that I was a, a tournament in Spain called Game Goon or Game Gune, and Radu happened to be there as
0: well. Oh man! <laughs> oh, no, just sticking that knife in too. No, it,
3: it was good. Top four is perfect for me. Like that was the objective. That was like the EV Plus.
0: EV? How many people? Yeah. How many people were there? Like it, it was like one of these. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good deal. And- yeah. So
2: I okay. faced Rado in the semi-final and won, and I beat Calento in the final to win the whole thing. Okay, God. So that's trophy. amazing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> my first ever Hearthstone trophy. Feels good, man.
0: Oh, that's right. It is your first win ever. That's cr- that's yeah. awesome, dude. That's yeah, amazing. Wow. Rado, do you yeah, remember your yeah, first win? Awesome. You remember your first win? Oh, sorry, Alex. yeah, yeah, like so many years ago. You need to
3: get the trophy case, Jackie. You really do.
2: Yeah,
0: I I've just got it like on the
2: corner of my bed,
0: like a cheap <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> well, yeah, eventually you're gonna run out of space. You're not gonna be able to stop at your kilo. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, so the the tournament format. So was there any deck that just like crushed, or was it just a, a tournament where everybody was playing pretty similar decks? <laughs> mm i feel like zoo
3: overperformed
0: oh really okay
4: really
3: Hmm. yeah zoo is really good i also feel like people that banned rogue or druid did better than people that banned priest i feel like banning priest was quite bad like you could just like take your dice a little bit and people uh, and also expect people not to play priest perfectly
0: on lan and uh yeah worked pretty well oh you can just assume people just don't play perfectly on lan like that (laughs) really (laughs) That, yeah. Wow, that's okay. I mean, huh. I guess that kind of makes sense because, you know, you of course, you, you're going to get nervous and, you know, playing priests can be difficult at times, um, you know, when you get to those later turns. So, yeah, okay, cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I had the strategy of, my ha- whole lineup was trying to kind of counter J Druid and Rosaka's Priest. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, Dis- Discard Warlock and Tempo Priest and Big Druid and nice. Murloc Parlin. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it worked really well. So.
0: Nice.
1: so, Jackie, you banned Rogue?
0: I banned a rogue, yeah. You doing okay? So you played Murloc Paladin? Did you did you not play your Divine Paladin or that Paladin that we did for deck of the week? That was so no. good, dude. That deck with of- the handbuff buff one? Yeah. The yeah, it is pretty
2: good, isn't it? I nearly brought well, it, dude. I nearly brought it, but wow. then I was playing, I was playing a lot of Murloc Paladin and I was doing even better, so yeah, I thought I should probably bring Surprising. it.
1: Surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I was gonna wait until we talk about deck of the week, but that buff Paladin on average, with everybody that played it for deck of the week, it was 79% win percentage. Oh, really? Yeah. That's
2: really good, yeah. It was
0: just oh, a, wow, I need cool. to play that again,
2: <laughs> yeah, me too,
0: yeah. So I was like, maybe he played that during the tournament, that would have been pretty sweet, uh, but still, it's. It, it sounded like you might have, you know, uh, brought a little bit of a wrinkle to it. So, yeah, man, congrats on that. That's, that's awesome. And that was in Spain, right? Like, was it Madrid or Barcelona or anything like that?
2: Yeah, and it was North Spain. It was near Bilbao in a place. It's called,
3: called San
0: Sebastian. The, yeah. the city. Okay. It's in like the Donostia region, I think, if I'm not wrong. Okay, cool. Is it pretty? You get you get to check anything out there, or just mostly in and out?
3: Um, we walked to the venue every single day, and it was like 25 minutes walk. It was quite nice, but super cold. But okay. uh, yeah, the the view was nice, right. and the food was cool. great.
0: The food was great. Okay. Yeah. That's like authentic yeah. Spanish food, right? Like not, not like you know, you know, uh, you know Tex-Mex or anything like that. Obviously, Mexican and even Spanish <laughs> food are completely different. But I don't even know what what um, authentic Spanish food is. Like, well, what is it?
3: Like, there is like a type of omelet that has potato. That they eat at all the ki- all the ty- all the times in the day, right. and like just diff- different types of meat. Like we had, the, they had like a kind of butcher at the after party. He had like a a pork leg from yeah. which he was cutting prosciutto just for us fresh.
2: Ooh.
0: Oh, yeah, that was really nice. <laughs>
2: wow, <laughs> that prosciutto. sounds really nice. Nice, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. That's, that sounds really, really good. All right. Well, anyways, that sounds like a great trip. That was definitely awesome. Uh, Ali, you know, your birthday was yesterday. So, happy belated birthday yeah. on the show. So, I was Thank wa- you. watching a little of the stream. It, it looked like a lot of fun. I was watching the beginning of the stream. So, it, it seemed like it was uh, very cheerful in the beginning. <laughs> How was uh, your day yesterday? <laughs>
1: yeah no it, it it was a good birthday i uh i went out to to dinner and actually got a massage so
0: yeah those uh, are, those yeah, are
1: that was that was pretty cool and it was actually with soothe like they come to your house like it's an app
0: and they like set oh, up really? in your house there's, yeah right. there's an app that's okay cool soothe yeah it's pretty cool we're not even sponsored <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but if we
1: do get sponsored yeah exactly nice.
0: that's right that's right <laughs> um
1: yeah, no, it was a quiet, quiet birthday, but yeah, the stream—the stream was fun. Um, had a had a good time. So, oh, that's
0: twenty-four. Great. That's great, twenty-four. Please, that's like super. Mm-hmm. Still, still young. <laughs> still super young. Uh, yes. Definitely good. Um, all right, well, why don't we just jump into it, guys? Like, instead of everybody's just waiting for us to talk about the cards, anyways. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we had the the stream with. Uh, Brian Kibler and Peter Whalen on Monday or, or yesterday, you know, at one o'clock or two o'clock, I think, it was here. And um, they I, I was expecting them to do like a ton of cards for some reason, but they, you know, they, they gave us what, nine cards, I think, or, or something like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. a good start to this reveal season, which is going to be the next uh, two weeks, I believe. So uh, why don't we take a look at some of these cards? Um, the first cards I have were, are going to be rogue cards. Because they they revealed, like, like, cards from all the classes and a couple um, neutral cl- cards, too. But uh, they did reveal two Rogue cards in particular because they're introducing secrets to Rogue now. So um, this is obviously super new. What do you guys think of that just generally? Secrets for Rogue. Anybody?
1: I like it. I think having other classes with secrets is, is new to the game. I, you know, I don't have anything against it.
3: Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. It fits pretty well, right, in the theme of the rogue. Mm-hmm. Like, rogues are sneaky, and
4: uh,
3: mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. They just need to, like, make sure that they make enough secrets uh, so that there is counterplay, so that mm-hmm. you don't know what you're playing against. But they said they uh, took care of that, so hopefully the third secret fits really well with the first two.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jackie, what do you think, man? Yeah, I'm
2: really glad. I think secrets. Uh, secrets are one of the best things about Hearthstone because they're really hard to play around and you have to kind of, it makes the other play, player think and kind of like, if you if decide which one they want to play around and maybe they could get punished by either one yeah. and like, when it, whenever Secret Hunter is a good deck, I always find that as, it's a really hard deck to play against because there's so many secrets and so many ways yeah. you can get punished. <laughs> yeah. um, and if that could be a thing in Rogue as well, I think that'd be really good. Yeah.
0: They also there is made only the three secrets-
1: though.
3: Yeah, they, they also made them two yeah. mana, right? So that they, you can play them in of decks. That's quite
0: interesting. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that, yeah. I didn't think point. about that either. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think thematically it's perfect, right? And in fact, I, I think it should have been in the beginning that they added secrets to Rogue. Um, the only thing I'll say, just instead of just agreeing with all of us, is just that uh, I, I think that if... You know, we add secrets to all the classes, then, you know, it just kind of takes away from some of the class identities from, like, Hunter and Mage and Paladin. You know, like, we've always associated that with them, and that's always been a big part of their their kid. So, um, you know, now that Rogue has it, you know, I feel like it takes a little bit away from them. Especially something like Hunter, you know, where I feel like secrets are a major part of it, given that a lot of the other things that they've tried just haven't worked. Um, so rogue having this is you know going to be interesting. I hope they don't spend too many resources, too many cards on secrets either. Given that rogue, I think is designed in a very fun way right now. Like it's it's pretty well designed to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. And you know we've been seeing success with rogue too, and people playing in people playing decks that people don't like complain about a ton. You know they're they're good, but people don't say oh this is just ridiculous. So um, hopefully it doesn't rock the the balance too much there with rogue. But, uh, but I think... yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I think with Rogue thematically, because it makes so much sense, I'm totally fine with Rogue having secrets, but if they introduce it to the other classes, like, they should probably just stop with Rogue and have the four classes be what they are, the secrets now.
3: Yeah, they even said that in the next expansion they're not going to have any more secrets for Rogue, so maybe in, like, two expansions they'll have some other secrets. But yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think they'll put like "Secrets for Warrior" or something like that.
0: I think they'll be careful. That. <laughs> That'd be <pretty> uh-huh. funny. <laughs> "Secret for there Warrior," is. if you trigger it, it gets twelve armor. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> you like that.
1: There's currently no um, uh, additional card to kind of help the secrets right now because you know they don't have archaeologists and mad scientist isn't in standard, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no, and then hunter has the three four. So I guess there's no really kind of accessory
0: to them as of right now so you just have to kind of pay for the mana i suppose yeah yeah so well, let's talk about <laughs> them or, or play
2: wild play wild play wild too side in show. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> well let's talk about sudden betrayal like it's specifically when i min. so this is a two uh mana it's a secret again guys uh these secrets are both common too so um, secret when a minion attacks your hero instead it attacks one of its neighbors so um kind of it's like misdirection but it's like a specific misdirection it's it's going to be you know a minion that's next to it some positional aspect to it so that's kind of that's kind of cool but um overall i mean how do you how do you compare this like to maybe another secret that we know of is it like noble I sacrifice i mean like what what do you, what do you guys think
3: is I there don't a know noble how sac- Mm. you think like it, it's better than noble sack, it's kind of like a better misdirection i'm just wondering what is happening if they don't have a neighboring minion like does the secret just not go off yeah i it's
2: think just yeah. it won't i don't think apart yeah
3: so yeah you can play around it by having only one minion that's like an interesting interaction but it's definitely great if you can get it off if you can uh, activate it it's really really good but if that- they play around it it's not so good
1: I feel like noble Sack is actually better, at least in my opinion, because I just feel like you know it's always kind of stopping that attack. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. So I, I personally would say it, I think it's noble Sack's a little better. I don't know how much uh, we play this will see, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. one of those cards that are so situational, and it's actually pretty easy to play around too. Uh, you know, you just attack. Like if you have, you know, even if you have tempo with one minion on the board, you know, and you just attack it with it, right? And then right. you you get you get a chance to um throw down your minion behind it, right? So, I would be surprised if this card was played a lot. That would be... Uh, the, the
3: the thing with Noble Sacrifice is that they can play around it by attacking into a minion. With this card, mm-hmm. you can it's also true. play around it by attacking into a minion, but if you attack a minion, then you can mm-hmm. activate the second true. one, the cheat yeah. death one.
1: That's a good point, actually. Yes.
3: So, so, like, maybe you play this card when you just are scared of them attacking your face, but you don't care if they attack your minions, and you just, like, uh, try to... Put
1: them in a spot where they don't want to be. So it's a defense to use defensively yeah. then? Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. It, it's I think that's one thing about it. It's like yeah. it's, you wouldn't be playing this in any kind of, aggre- of aggressive rogue because your opponent's probably not, you're going to be in a position where your opponent's probably not hitting you in the face. So you're going to right. want to play this in some kind of slower, maybe miracle rogue type thing um, where you don't have that much stuff on the board early and then you can get really good value out of this. Uh, but yeah, I'm still, I'm not really sure about it, because it can be similar to like Explosive Trap, where your opponent just doesn't attack until, until they're in a good position to
0: play around it. Um, right, right, but being in a position to, good position to play around it is, well, I guess you could throw like small minions down, and that's not so bad, right? I mean, um, if you just have like a 1-1, you're always
2: mm-hmm. going to be able to either trade a big minion at 1-1, yeah. or a 1-1 into the big minion, and... Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. So Shaman and Paladin could probably easily play around this, even if it, they have to trade something. So, yeah, okay, good point um cheat death that's the next one so this is the other secret same thing common you know two mana when a friendly minion dies return it to your hand and it costs two less so that's very interesting that's very like. that's the one thing I like about this one is that you know we've seen stuff like shadowcaster you know stuff going back in your hand and the discount too uh so what do you guys think about this one
1: my initial reaction was that it's very good um Uh But I'm I'm not, and now I'm now I'm rethinking it. I'm not sure how good. I mean, it's essentially getaway kodo. But yeah, I I, I like it because it does fit rogue really well. But I, I think it's pretty solid. I, I don't know. What do you guys think?
3: Definitely looks solid. It's probably like the one that can be played on its own.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I don't think you can play sudden betrayal on its own. You probably have to play it with other secrets. But I can see playing cheat death on its own because it's just like as you said, getaway kodo, just a value play. But the question is, if they know that you only play the cheat death on its own, then they will just ignore it, so is that mm-hmm. worth it? Right? Mm-hmm. So,
4: mm-hmm. one yeah. way or
3: another, you have to play the Seekers together, right? So, that might be a good thing or a bad thing. We'll have to just see all the cards and see if uh, you can make a seeker deck.
0: And just for clarification, is yeah. when it says friendly minion dies, that means when your opponent kills a minion, right? And not... Not when you yeah, because secrets only trigger yeah, turn your, your yeah just turn. just yeah, clarifying that for a lot of people at home, they might be wondering yeah, so um, they have to like you know obviously jam it into there. your your minion out there so you know you play around it like you play around a lot of other hunter secrets right now so um, all right it's going to be yeah. interesting any taunts that we could throw up that are interesting for rogue. I don't. I can't think of anything, right? Like that's not like people like
2: chain gang in work.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, it's actually, nice it's actually
3: good with chain gang because like both Venus have the same effect. Yeah. That's true.
1: It's hard to tell if these will be played because I think in the existing you know meta, I, I don't really even if I don't think these cards are that bad. Um, I just don't know where where you'd put them. So if if there is kind of an accessory to them, like I was talking about earlier, maybe they'll see play, but I'm not sure if they will currently. could I play
2: Cheat
0: Death in, uh,
2: in Quest Rogue.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, they could do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Quest Rogue's gonna make a comeback at some point, like, at, at some, some point, it, it will. I, I have this. I still have this feeling. It will. It almost did at one point, and then it just like subtle, just disappeared again, really, really quickly. But yeah, contr- I play it a bit. It's Do like you? very
3: similar okay. to Quest uh, Mage. It's just like a bit worse. <clears throat>
0: okay, but just not better than obviously the Tempo Rogue that everybody plays right now. No, right? No. <laughs> yeah. no, no way, no way. <laughs> okay,
3: like Quest Mage is like tier two, I think, and like Quest Rogue is probably like tier three. Okay. But it's not like ultra bad. Mm-hmm. It's better than Quest Druid, for example. But it's not the greatest deck, and yeah, probably this card works, but it's
0: super slow. It's going to take one really strong type of, you know, combo rogue or a control rogue to. to really unseat the tempo rogue right now. That, that tempo rogue is just so good, <laughs> and I don't see it going what? away anytime soon. So, it's gonna what be you could
2: do with cheat death is um, have it set up, and then play Malagos, and they no. kill your Malagos, and then you have a 7 mana Malagos. And you can use all your sinister strikes and eviscerates and razor pills.
0: They have to kill it too. They ha- you know, they you'd they have, have to they, Yeah, You have to take the chance, right? Like You'd have
1: to play Cheat Death though, the turn before, basically with nothing else. That's true. Yeah. You know, and then like <laughs>
2: just do vanish it'd be a death.
1: slow, yeah. slow turn or slow couple of turns there, but um I don't know, maybe. <laughs> How about
0: Lich King How about Lich King on eight like on turn ten with Cheat Death? Just leave it sitting out there. They, yeah. It's not that great, but... Yeah, not that great. I <laughs> mean, you, you can play it twice. That's about the only really good thing. Oh,
1: prep. Prep could
3: work. Prep. Ah, but it's super expensive. Yeah. It's then still too it, expensive, then,
1: yeah. Then it's just
3: better to go Monty goes Prep Fan or, like, a better mm-hmm. spell. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, good point. Good point,
2: yep. What do you think about playing it in a, a Miracle-type yeah. rogue and then just having, like, an explosive start where you just do, like, coin, prep, cheat, death, Edwin, and then you have a big Edwin, and then if they kill it, then you get a one-mana Edwin.
0: You don't have many cards yeah. after that, though, right? Like it, you'd have to no, wait. You don't have many cards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd have like one, two, two cards, four, four, right, right after that. Yeah, what? you have time
3: mm-hmm. to get them, and with one mana uh, Edwin, it might work actually. Yeah. yeah, it might be enough to put out two Edwins and just beat your opponent with that.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty good. It, it would even work with Auctioneer, you know. Like Auctioneer would probably, if it's like the only card in your hand, you're you're cycling, and they'll probably kill it and you can get it back again, you know. And maybe you can get away with yeah. one. I don't know. Something like
2: And you you're saying, Radu, that like your opponent can just like ignore your minion in your, your minion. But then if you're playing minions like questing adventurers and then like cold blooding your minions and that type of thing, then they can't really ignore it. They them. can't
1: really ignore yeah. it, yeah. Well,
3: yeah, cool. yeah. So? No, it, it, it might work in a questing enemy type of deck. It definitely yeah. might.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> just another bullet, right? Just one that you didn't have before. Just another another questing or another another type of big minion. Okay, cool. Definitely a cool dynamic that's been added to, to Rogue. Um, next up we've got, okay, these are kind of a bigger ones. We've got the, the Druid ones. So um, <laughs> the, the weapon's been causing a lot of discussion. Like literally the instant it came out. I think Roddy, I think you might have been the first person to tweet about it because I was like trying to look for it. I'm like, is this real? Is, is this like a Mechatorx Workshop thing? Or, or is this actually real? And it took me a while to realize that, oh yeah, it is real. It's just, you just tweeted it so early. Um, but yeah, so we have a weapon and we also have a spell. So why don't we start the spell here, given that it's on the left. It's a four mana spell called Branching Path. And there's like this, the artwork is this guy choosing between two paths. And uh, <laughs> it's an epic card. And it's a choose twice keyword, which we've dun, dun, dun. never Park had Champ. it before. Yeah, Park Champ, right? <laughs> uh, choose twice. This is, this is uh, it's kind of like adapt twice, right? Draw a card. So the choices you have are draw a card, give your minions plus one attack, or gain six armor. So... Um, Lots of different types of uh, value there. So you can, you know, obviously withdrawing a card, getting some, you know, kind of card value there, and then you can be aggressive maybe with plus one attacks, or you can, you know, try to armor up with, with six armor there. Um, yeah, what do you think about this? This is a really intriguing card.
1: I personally don't think it's very good.
0: Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I just think if you're going um, aggressive, you know, I think Power of the Wild, Mark of the Lotus, like they're just better cards. Um, if I, if you're looking at like the draw card and gain six armor, it's kind of like a worse shield block. I don't know. Um, I just, I, I, just don't think you would. In, my opinion is you just wouldn't include it in, um, in an aggressive token deck as as much as other cards. It's kind of expensive. So that's my first reaction to it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. How about you guys? Still thinking about look at look, look yeah, at those no, thinking think, faces right there i think no matter faces. like you
2: whatever you pick you're always going to be getting like a kind of a slightly underpowered option but it's like the flexibility of right. it makes it pretty nice Like you can get like 12 armor for four mana which is going to buy you a, a lot of time uh drawing two cards for four mana obviously like arcade intellect is three mana so that's kind of what you would expect draw two cards to cost but it's the flexibility that makes it really cool and what I'm interested to know is how does this work with Fandral? It, it,
0: it doesn't work. with Fandrel. It doesn't work with Fandral.
2: It doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Fandral is
0: one. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping <laughs>
3: oh it would my get, god! Like, it didn't four, even work with Fandral, dude. Like,
0: Come on, dude. This is this is like ultimate infestation at four. <laughs> you know, something yeah. stupid like that. Yeah. No, I'm it doesn't. Sorry. It doesn't work for that
1: yeah i i I might have might have misunderstood. can you pick the same
0: yeah you can pick the same one effect yes you can pick oh, the
1: same one. okay yeah, so. that might change how I feel about the card then, because I didn't realize that at the time. hmm okay, let me think about it more then
0: I actually think it's good in token druid because you can you can basically have another like um savage roar right, like a four or two if you're in that position or you can draw, so it's it's not as good. But the fact that, like you said, Jackie, that it's flexible, I I think the real question is, are there decks where you can benefit from the different combinations of picks? You know, so maybe with a, I don't know, like a a big druid, that drawing cards and armor is a good kind of combination. So you've got, you know, uh, how many combinations? Like four combinations that you can have there? Or maybe three combinations, right? You can get two, draw two cards or gain 12 armor or draw one card and six armor, and that's going to benefit you. So... The aggro probably has a little bit less choices, but I don't know. you what do you think?
3: Unplayable. Like, Unplayable,
0: okay. All right. there's, there's a
3: lot of options. There's like a lot of permutations. There's like yeah. six of them, right? Like yeah. six, like draw, draw, draw.
0: I'm not going to yeah, list them
3: all. Yeah, um, yeah, there's six. Every single combination is understated. Like you pay more than, you get less than what you pay for. So like, right. I don't think the versatility mm-hmm. aspect is that uh, much worth it. Like you already have a lot of versatile cards like Nourish, and uh, the thing about those versatile cards is that they didn't see that much play until uh, until uh, Fandral was a thing. Like Fandral makes Nourish really good and such. Mm -hmm. So because this card has like no synergy, that is like no no possibility to be insanely good. I don't think it's uh, fitting in any deck. Like Agro Dre doesn't want it because they already play too many buffs. I think. And uh, if you play this as an extra buff, you'll probably not have uh, enough minions to sustain it. And Shade Druid, Big Druid already have uh, cards like the Weapon that they want to play. So they probably don't have space for this.
0: Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, the with the Aggro Druid, um... The fact that you can draw cards does, does that add any like kind of new value to a, an aggro Druid? You know, normally, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's not something that you consider much. But the fact that you have the choice of, you know, basically having this type of you know Savage Worth um, ability, you have like a, a fail safe to it, or at least you have like a backup plan, which is to draw cards. Is, does that? make it any better in, in the Aggro Druid? Like, I feel like it, it would... I mean, I don't think it's great, but I feel like it's definitely a considerable card um, because of the flexibility of it. And it gives you a burst still, right? It's still a pretty good burst at four, and if you have Living Mana too, you can still finish games, right? So... Um, I
3: mean, Living Mana might be the reason why this card is probably not good, because you play exactly. with many mana mm-hmm.
0: on other Druid. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. You can't play it on the next turn. That's true. Um, okay, yeah. It might be one of those uh those cards like the the other one that was adapt all minions that you have on the board or whatever. Spores, spores or something Yeah, yeah, Eternal Spores. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um or know, evolving spores. Evolving one. spores, right? Yeah.
1: Spores. yeah. Okay, yeah, see, I always think evolving spores might be might be better. I mean, it's the card draw that I think is what makes the the card uh, like Almost good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if 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 you're not saying it's good, then what makes it almost good is the the flexibility of the card drop, personally.
2: Yeah.
4: Um
1: so but yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with Radu on this and say I I don't think it'll see much much play.
2: One thing that uh I'm interested in is you know the one mana druid spellstone, which upgrades every time you gain three mm-hmm. armor. Um, um if you gain six armor at once, does it upgrade
0: twice? No, you I think it's do per turn. I think again. I think it's limited per turn.
3: Oh uh, no, no, you're not limited per turn. Is it? But like one activation uh, oh, only counts right, once. Right. One cast. So like if you get, right. yeah, one cast. Hmm. It's like per cast, kind
2: of. So like Kuhn for t- ten armor would only upgrade it once. Yes. Yeah. But you ah. can
3: play like Kuhn, and then you can play the branching paths, and you can upgrade it twice in the same turn.
0: Yeah, or you ah. could branching path, and then you could hero power if you had already like Malfurion or something <laughs> like that, right? Like. I, I yeah. think that works too, right? So um, I,
2: I feel like if this was going to see play, it would be in that style of deck, some kind of slower Druid deck that maybe used a Spellstone. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, yeah.
0: Which one was a Spellstone for Druid? It, it, was it just the spell that does damage? Is that what it was? I forget what yeah, it's it was.
2: Yeah, one mana, deal two damage to a minion, and yeah. then you upgrade it, and it does four damage to a minion, and then you upgrade it again, and then I think it does six damage to anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Or no, is it yeah, six? Or it's a, it might be seven. Actually, it's like six or seven. I think. I think is it? Think are you it's sure it's to a
2: minion? Are you sure, broken, right?
0: yeah, yeah, it's to a minion. I'm. I'm almost positive it's to a minion. Yeah, Maligas would be. <laughs> amazing. Otherwise,
3: people will start playing that with Malagos and we like win
4: fire.
2: No, yeah. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be great. I'd love to see some more Malagos Druid. I'd love to
0: see. <laughs> that could be uh, interesting. It might be too <laughs> easy though, but yeah, it might, It'd be pretty interesting. Um, all right, so the next card we have for Druid is. Uh, twig of the world tree so this is the the weapon that they've given druid and for those of you that might not have caught the the first tranche of uh, cards that they released every class is going to be getting a legendary weapon this release uh so this is four mana a one attack five durability weapon death rattle gain 10 mana crystals so uh a lot of questions, I think the first questions people are wondering is, okay, so what does gain 10 mana crystals mean? Does that mean I just gain 10 empty mana crystals? So, like, it just ramps you all the way up to 10 immediately, but doesn't give you the actual mana to use? Or is it both? Uh, and the answer is it's both. <laughs> like, you get both. Like <laughs> You get the mana. You get both? Yeah, whenever you do. So, the I think this is really intriguing as to when, you know, to trigger it, um, you know, from the standpoint of playing against it. As well as you know, figuring out ways the best ways for you to to trigger it, and most common thing people say you know, it's been talking about is Mediv, right? Mediv obviously kills this this weapon, and druids just don't have any other weapons besides that right now, uh, and then that can turn into a, a crazy kind of turn with Mediv. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think about this? I mean, people overhyping it, or is this actually really really good?
1: Let me get so let me get this straight. I said this before the show started. You mm-hmm. can you're on nine mana, you yeah. use up all your nine mana, yep. then you destroy the weapon, yep. and then it refreshes. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's insane. Like I, I think that's really good. Um I like it a yeah. lot.
0: Yeah, if you know. can kill your own weapon on your turn, then it's yeah, that's that kind of turn.
1: It's yeah. that kind yeah. of turn. Yeah, Love I mean I, I think it's great, honestly.
0: If your opponent yeah, kills it's... it, then it's just a ramp up to 10, basically. That's what it is.
1: Coin it out on three, or, yeah, and we kind of get it rolling.
0: <clears throat> it has some counterplay,
3: though, like, if they Woos it or Harris on it, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, like, one turn before you can Medivh, then they only ramp you up to 10, but uh, they deny the Medivh combo. So... But I still think you will play it in, like, every bigger Druid or J Druid because you just, like, insta-win if you hit your Medivh combo. Maybe you'll want to play Marigos too, but the Marigos combo doesn't work if they lose your weapon. Mm,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. That's a good point. It's true. Yeah, I, d- I don't see why you wouldn't try to add that to a winning condition for, you know, just some of the druids we already see. Because it, it's pretty easy to to add to your deck. and easy. I mean, it's not that hard to play with it. You know, like, you don't have to adjust much. And then your opponent has to adjust a lot, right? To, to be able to... to to make the value of it as inefficient as possible. Because you're going to get value no matter what. Um, unless, you know, it, it's already on 10, 10 mana, and for whatever reason they're able to to kill it, and you get nothing from it, right? Um, All right. Would you play two? or just? Play. Oh, no, you can only play one. It's a legend, right? So you can't. <laughs> that'd be crazy if you could play two, right? So you have to play Medivh, right? There's no, there's no question about that. Is there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No,
3: no. You, you play Mediv, you play UI. Like even just getting UI is like really great with this, because mm-hmm. you can like you yeah. can like UI kill your weapon and then like play for ten more mana, whatever you want.
0: Mm-hmm. God, that so, you know, I think the that,
2: the problem is yeah. obviously the like the durability. Like if you don't draw your Medivh, it's gonna take a long time to get rid of it, and it is very slow. And typically Druid does have very slow early game already, so it's not it's not really helping Druid in any of their kind of. Right like people, Druid's yeah. still probably gonna get crushed by really aggressive decks, but mm-hmm.
0: uh, that's spreading playing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> hey, it. You know that one that Don't one attack with the one playing. attack of <laughs> the one <laughs> fives, it adds up. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: I think it's I think this card's being slightly overhyped. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely good. Like it will definitely see some play in, in some big druid lists because it can win you games on its own. It can give you really swingy turns, uh, like Radu said with UI, etc. um, and Mediv, but it is also if your opponent has like a taunt, say your opponent plays something like a lich king, you need to be able to attack with this weapon to get rid of it. Like you don't want to attack one damage into a lich king. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to maybe hold back with it sometimes and not attack to like not take a ton of damage for no reason. So yeah.
0: Well, so uh, I want to post something out here which and is bone mare as well. Yeah, bone mare too, that's true. Um, what what if like eventually they end up changing ultimate infestation for whatever reason and so let, like let's imagine a life without ultimate infestation is this card <laughs> still yeah. sounds like heaven I, I, I know right like that would be I mean, nice I still believe that at some point it'll it'll get receive some kind of change so in a world without ultimate infestation is this card that good even with Medivh um, I mean is it really that good I still
1: think it's I still think it's good
0: okay I mean in a meta where people don't play weapon
3: removals you can just play this and Molly <clears throat>
1: and
3: then just like yeah all them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sure. See,
1: I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much weapon removal there is. Are the other weapons good enough where everyone's just going to be, you know, playing weapon removal, and then nobody's playing the weapons, and then when nobody's playing the removal, that comes back. You know, people start <laughs> yeah, playing we'll the weapons again. Time. Like I can yeah. see the meta That's doing true. like this wave of shifts. Um, you know, d- depending on how it how it turns out and the other weapons that we see, so.
3: Yeah, kind of like with Gulaka right now, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting the for tech. the. I'm waiting for the videos with this and you know Kuhn and I mean Medea and Kuhn and all all these crazy combinations of 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 getting ten mana cards and how many big big minions I can throw on the board all at once. It's gonna be pretty hype. Um, so Twig of the World Tree. It's so funny that a weapon is a is a twig <laughs> is a tree, tree uh. branch. I guess that's what it is, right? It's like a flower almost. So funny, man. Gets a pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like I'm sure I'm, I'm not going to cower away from a, a little flower looking like that. Um, all right. So next two cards we got. We've got some more class cards here, and uh, we've got a shaman card, uh, which is an eight mana man, really expensive, legendary card. Uh, and this is their weapon, the the rune spear, which is three three. And after your hero attacks, discover a spell and cast it with random targets so let's let's compare this one to the one that we just talked about right like this is this is like on a different level it's like not even i mean on a a different level lower (laughs) like so what do you guys think of this is this just totally meme or is this actually really really good like in y'all's opinion
1: Oh, okay, they could—they <laughs> couldn't have made it like a four-three, or you know, just something—I don't know—an 8 mana three-three weapon. <laughs> 8 <laughs> mana. 8 like mana it, no. Holy my sense. my opinion is no. That's all I have to say.
0: I like it. <laughs> i know no, i'm yeah, you surprised like you yeah. like it yeah of course i mean
2: imagine if you get like volcano every time right that's that's insanely good like this definitely the cult definitely has like high potential like it's it's it is a meme
0: like, it's i mean good.
3: imagine imagine like you play primordial glyph when you have a monarm on the board and you hit glyph again every time how many times does that happen
0: well yeah, okay, so discover spells is this, a, this is a shaman spell right yeah, yeah. but still yeah. there's a lot of shaman spells
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah oh you're I comparing it main, to primordial glyph right right, right. okay gotcha the yeah. main
2: problem with this is that shaman spells aren't that good like no, if this was uh, like a mage thing it would be way better because oh, you can get yeah, like meteor sure. flame strike blizzard Cabalist term mm-hmm. but in shaman they don't have that much good stuff like you're probably not going to be playing in this this in a deck where bloodlust is going to be good so you're going to be looking for like lightning storm volcano I don't know what else. <laughs>
0: hex, it's
1: like you could get Hex, hex or something, hex but, it's, but it's random, you know. So I know, I guess it's random hex, target
0: too, so it's like,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it almost has to be AoE. Like. Did,
1: did it have to be random? Like, would it have been too yeah. broken if it wasn't random?
3: No, I, I just don't think they want to have cards in the game that, like, require you to click twice. Like, that's the thing, like, if you think about it, there's just like, no cards that uh, do that. Yeah. Like, it would li- yeah. be weird to like, make you click again after you select target.
0: That never happens. They want the game to be like more simpler in a way. Maybe Intuitive. We, maybe we theorycraft this. Maybe they felt like all the complaints that Hearthstone is too expensive, they decided, yeah, let's make a terrible shaman legend so they don't have to go and try <laughs> to buy yeah. it. Yeah, maybe mm. that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, this card
3: could be good in like heavy control shaman, but heavy control shaman is not really that good. So, like, the only good Shaman deck right now is Evolve Shaman. Unless Control mm-hmm. Shaman gets yeah. some other better cards. But even if Control Shaman is good, this card is very risky. Like, you pay your whole turn, and then you hope you get an AoE. If you hit an AoE, that's great, as Jackie said, but it's probably not going to happen every single turn, so...
1: But would the that AoE be hit your own stuff, though?
3: Of course,
0: yeah. It would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... so, so it's, 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 Maelstrom wouldn't it's, wouldn't... it's like, if you yeah. hit your, if you hit your optimal... Um, spell that you want, I mean, the best you do is get something that's actually worth eight mana. You know, so there's not yeah. that much upside to the cost you're paying for. If this was like six mana, or I mean, it'd be a, mo- a tiny bit more interesting, but eight mana, oh my god, like no way people are adding this. Like, I'd be shocked if people added this.
3: Also, since the other weapons are really good, people are going to play out of weapon destruction, so they're, so they're going to kill your weapon instantly.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Maybe if there was a way to make your weapons like a weapon uh, reduction, like cheaper, maybe. But until I see that, I'm going to say no.
2: I mean, imagine if you're playing this in uh, Control Jade Shaman and you get a Jade Lightning and then you end up getting like an 8-8 Jade from it. Then that could be good.
0: Jackie looking (laughs) at the positives. I like it. I I guess, man. I don't know. For me, it's just kind of like, this doesn't even match anything in the Shaman (laughs) kit right now. Like... They didn't go freeze yeah. with this. They didn't go, you know, evolve or or kind of flood type of thing, which we were, you know, we were pretty used to with Shaman. No Murlock aspect to it. It's just kind of random, like in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I I don't love that card. All right, we got a, oh, we got a priest card. So, just to like, I guess maybe have the the dynamic. I had I, I had to kind of balance it out and put the priest card next, which is the four mana a uh, dragon that's a rare, not even a legendary, it's a rare that's three three Duskbreaker and it's battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, deal three damage to all other minions. Which is I love it. Wow. I love it. <laughs> like that is crazy. Like really, really good. Um yeah, first thoughts, guys. I love it. <laughs> I know you love <laughs> right. it. It's a dragon card.
1: <laughs> Someone else uh, besides me. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I think it's kind of,
2: it's obviously extremely powerful. Um, but I think probably one of the reasons they printed is this is that they want kind of control decks to have kind of like consistent AoE. And right now Priest is extremely reliant on Dragonfire Potion. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're playing like Dragon Priest, which is just, like you know, probably wow. not really playing like Orc My Circle or one of these like combo AoEs. Um, so it's just going to allow like, dragon priest in particular to more consistently be a a control deck that's going to be like removing stuff so dragon priest could be a good deck
1: yeah I like it, because it's it's not like it's going into the Kazakus Priest, you know, like, Kazakus Priest doesn't need any more removal, in my opinion, like, they're already, that's already a great deck. But it could, why
0: why not, right? Like, I guess you'd have to have another dragon. Yeah, I mean, if you're going
1: to make a dragon build, sure, Mm -hmm. but if you're doing what we know now with the Velen and everything, like, I don't think this is buffing an already amazing deck. Um, I think it's just giving dragons their time to shine, so... Yeah.
0: It seems to be that time of year because last year we got Dragonite Operative, so you know it was it was definitely um, enabling Dragon Priest to to become top tier. Uh, Raddy, what do you think, man? I
3: think it's a very powerful card, but uh, people kind of overhype it on Twitter. They say like it's the best card of all time, or such. <laughs> oh, I don't
4: think it's
0: lame. Quote it's the best quoted as saying of all time. best card of all time. Wow. No.
3: I mean, Dragon Priest has some weaknesses, and not being able to clear the board is one of them. And this guy Mm -hmm. clears the board while also putting a minion on the board. And the minion is a dragon, so you can also use him for another combo. So it might be very close to operative in power levels. So Dragon Priest, I think, will be a deck. But uh, I'm not really worried about this card, like, breaking the meta or anything like that. Hopefully.
0: Well, I mean, I think it it definitely contains Zoo. And, I mean, I think Priest is just going to stomp, like, all the... The faster, or even just like the zoo-ish, you know, th- those type of decks. And um, the nice thing is that we haven't seen any kind of powerful early dragon or anything like that. You know, it still turns one and two are still questionable for for priests to hold uh, tempo. So this card isn't, you know, that doesn't give you that kind of power swing. It just helps, you know, in more of a, a control late game type of uh, board control game. But if we see a powerful, you know, like whelps and things like that again, then, oh, man, mm-hmm. yeah, this is insane, yeah. We well, probably won't. That, yeah, I hope not. Go ahead, Allie. I,
1: oh, I was going to say, I think that this good, or this card would still be good, even if it wasn't a dragon. Like, Blackwing Corruptor was still really? great. Okay. Y- mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the fact that this is a dragon itself, I think, is what makes it, like, even better. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I think you'd still play it in a mm-hmm. in a Dragon Priest deck, even if it wasn't Dragon itself.
0: I mean, I, I just look at the text, and I think, you know, this was supposed to be kind of, you know, a, a tiny bit, like, situational where it's, like, it's not going to be 100%, you know, proccing, you know, because you need a dragon. But I feel like any deck that has this is almost 100% that it's going to, to deal 3 damage. You know I mean? Like, it's going to proc, like, every single time.
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it won't
0: yeah. be hard to get it off.
3: Yeah. Not not really every single time. You like, think so? somebody made Somebody made, made calculations. Like, on turn four, you'll probably have, like, a dragon in your hand, like, 60% of the time or something like that.
0: Well, how many dragons in the deck? Like, it really doesn't... Like, j- usually absolutely. you play with, like, seven... Mm, eight, Yeah,
1: maybe. <laughs> That's true, because oftentimes mm. you want to drop your Twilight Drake on turn four, and if that was your only dragon in your hand, it might take a few turns to kind of... So Get an activator for
0: it. So we're talking Twilight Drake, Drakonid, um, Dust Primordial. Breakers. And Pookworm. Yeah, Dustbreakers. Oh, yeah. You might not even play but Primordial. That's, that's, 10,
2: that's right? eight if we do two of each.
0: But I don't think well, you do Primordial. You don't think we do Primordial? Okay, if no Primordial, then it's no. eight. If it's Primordial, it's ten. That's a lot, I mean. So, okay, so maybe not, like, every time, but...
3: Okay, well... Mm. I, I'm pretty sure Blizz like this is discard, we thought it being a dragon and they probably saw that it's like not powerful enough so like
0: i think it's well balanced i hope it is <laughs> yeah. as long as they don't add more dragon if they add more dragons then it's going to be just the power level of this rises at, oh at, scale
1: at, bane at, we forgot about scale oh Scalebane bane, scale bane too
0: to, yeah, yeah 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 i mean there aren't that
2: many great dragons right like Scalebane isn't a card you really want to be playing in a control deck yeah, in a and then like Twilight, yeah. also, same with yeah. Twilight Drake. Like when, when Dragon Priest used to be fairly good as a mid range deck, like no one played Twilight Drake. But that was mainly because Twilight Guardian was just better.
0: Well, you play cards too, right? Like you, like, you, you have to play early cards when you're playing Priest because you, you'll give up way too much tempo if you don't, right? So you're not going to have very many cards, anyways, um, to make that Twilight Drake great. Right,
1: oh, there that's is a possibility. That's really well, one last thing. Um there is a possibility of playing two in a turn. Yeah. Like that's that's a pretty massive uh
0: board clear. That's a clear, that's a probably yeah. a full board clear a large percentage yeah. of the time. So All right, you well, can pop line like...
1: shields like first <laughs> with the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's good.
3: <laughs> Maybe that's why he's a free free, so that if you play two, the
0: second one kills the first one. Probably. <laughs> that's probably why, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, well anyways I think it's gonna definitely help Dragon priest and we're gonna see see it rise we'll see how high it actually goes up I mean if it's you know tier two tier one uh, next thing we've got um, is okay so we've got two cards or actually one card that was released today which was Zola the Gorgon and Trump had this like really funny video with it uh, it's pretty interesting it's not a class card so it's just a um, a neutral card that's three mana, two two legendary. So, uh Zol the Gargon, battle cry, choose a friendly minion and then add a golden copy of it to your hand. Not just a regular one, guys. Ooh, it's golden. a golden one. So golden I, could have, I should have called her Midas. You know, Midas, the, the Gorgon or something like that. Yeah, that it. would have been cool.
2: Uh, and in some games, you can be like, if you've never seen the golden copy of a card, you'd be like, well, I could copy my uh, Prince Keleseth, <laughs> but I've never seen golden patches before, so I'm going to add <laughs> Oh,
0: I'm sure people have seen golden patches. It's not on their side of the board. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah, the
3: card ends awesome. up being good, you should change the name of the show from value town to zola town
0: <laughs> <Zolatown. laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> oh my god that's funny no but um pretty interesting you know we, we've definitely seen this type of interaction um in in Rogue, you know, with what's uh, uh, a Shadowcaster, and and we've seen even Soulcaster, kind of similar. I mean, nothing's like exactly as straightforward as this card. I, I think the other implementations have been a little bit more difficult to pull off. You know, so discover in your deck, or discover, or get the card and put it in your deck and not in your hand. This one's just straightforward. Like, hey, whatever minion you got on the board, it literally comes back to your hand. You can like play it next turn, or or even the same turn. Um, so if it's a good battle cry card, for instance, it's it's gonna be pretty solid. So, you know, I think we've maybe done exercises like this on the show where we're like, you know, if it was not Rogue, you know, what what kind of other classes would Shadowcaster be good in? You know, that's that sort of thing. And I, I feel like that's what we're seeing here. This is like, you know, a non-class card, and we can play it in any deck. So what do you guys any kind of examples you guys can think of? That would be amazing. <laughs> Amazing card. Like, like Aya or I mean is not bad, right? Um Kizakas Kizakas is a good one. Yeah, Kazakh is a good yeah, one. It's,
4: yeah.
3: it's expensive, it's like more expensive than Braun. It requires 11 mana. <laughs> but still, like he can do it over two turns. Might
2: work. Like you could also play this in quest rogue.
4: Check this <laughs> one,
0: jackie. Yes. Yeah. yes jackie <laughs> bonus points i don't know I yeah
1: know. i feel like this card is just super flexible as a control card you know like i i can't mm. even think of all the possibilities right now but yeah just adding another copy of a minion to your hand like i i feel like the possibilities are endless and it's not that bad like three mana two, like cheap.
2: Yeah.
4: it's
1: pretty it's pretty good so i i feel like this card's actually really good in my opinion
2: yeah, I think okay. any deck where you've got a lot of powerful, like, Battle Cry effects, mm-hmm. this will probably fit in. I mean, maybe even Dragon Priest. Dragon Priest has got a load of good, load of good
0: Battle Cries, especially with yeah. the do drop yeah. as well. Get another Dragon um, in, too. It's pretty darn good. Right? And it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
3: it's quite slow, but, like, it will definitely see yeah. play at some point. Maybe, like, not in this meta, but at some point it will see play. But it's very slow, like, we shouldn't display this card to always see play.
4: No. It's yeah. kind of like KLSF,
3: like... It, it requires a special meta to be played.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, these, these are the kind of cards that I, I particularly love just because it's, like, greedy, and, you know, it's perfect for greed decks, and you can just try to get crazy <laughs> amounts of value. It's so fun. Um, and you get golden cards. So yeah, and fun. you get golden cards. That's a cool uh-huh. nuance, you know what I mean? That, that was... Not you know really great of them to to actually throw in something That's like fun. that. Yeah, definitely cool. Then you no, at list a
3: card, or, or, which if you have in golden, it has better stats, and then you can play Zola with uh, that card.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you get like value. Yeah. yeah, get some golden silver hand recruits, man. Yeah, <laughs> things like what card ha- ha- would would you think would be the least like something surprising that people have not seen the golden version of? It'd have to be like a token of some sort, right? Like. What can we think of? Uh, uh, maybe a golden What what is it? what is Sindragosa, like those those champion things that those egg things or whatever? Yeah, okay, I'll still the golden.
3: Like you can get any card golden I think for some way even the tokens.
0: Oh okay. Okay. Oh yeah, Cindergossa's tokens would be golden too. Yeah, it's Pretty true. sure no yeah. one's ever seen golden boogie monster, right? No one's ever seen that. i've gotten three of those things okay so so i I know what it looks like i know what it looks like too well when i open packs so uh all right next one we got here is a hunter uh, legendary so this is not the weapon this is actually the other one because each class is going to get two legendaries this is an eight mana card a six six body Katrina winter wisp uh, and battle cry and death rattle recruit a beast and Recruit, if you guys don't remember, is basically uh, a single word that means draw from your deck. Like, just, you know, actually take it from you your You charge, deck. Yeah. basically. Yeah, you charge, basically. Um, so, okay, so it's got kind of like a, this Aya kind of effect, you know, where you can, you know, uh, get, a, get a minion when you first play it and get a minion when it dies, too. Uh, it's eight mana, so it's definitely expensive and on more of the kind of... Uh, control hunter they just love printing <laughs> control hunter cards I guess
4: <laughs>
1: uh, um, eventually it's going to be good
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> cool. and you're not going to make it good by making expensive cards though so yeah. Um, yeah does this guy guys does this have a chance of being played and anything that you can see right now I think so like okay. you can just play middle East hunter with this
4: mm-hmm.
0: the thing is like you don't
3: want Alicat from your deck, but because you always keep Alicat and you, like, never keep Savannah, high main, mm. you have a higher chance to, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. not have that many Alicats in your deck, for example. So, like, you'll have expensive beasts like Savannah, and if you pull a Savannah, then it's game over. So it probably will have some uh, potential. I'm just not sure how good meeting against Hunter and Hunter overall is. They probably need, like, a one-drop beast, and then they might be able to play.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think the card has a lot of potential. It just really comes down to if a slower Hunter deck is viable or not. You know, like, if if it is viable, then yes, I think it will see play, but, like, maybe if Hunter got some AoE or something, like, even with the Death Knight, though, having a little bit of AoE, I could actually see this maybe working out. I, I, I personally really like the card. It's just—and I hope it's playable. I hope that a slower Hunter is, is actually possible
2: yeah the card itself i think is really strong like especially if you if you maybe you're even playing like king crush in your deck or something or like charge devil Sword, oh, and man, then you can actually get like story, then it yeah. can actually be like reactive as well because a lot of, hunter has a lot of just kind of slam stats onto the board whereas if you can have like a kind of reactive or defensive side of that as well like giant mastodon you could pull a massive yeah. taunt out your deck Th-
0: yeah the taunts are going to be good right like the, um, that's what you would want to pull out right yeah, and then you've also got the chart. Like, you can play, like, Big, big Hunter. Big, big Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> good. But, um,
2: yeah, I, I think it's it's the same problem Hunter's had for a while, where the early game still just it, right now isn't good enough, and Hunter's just going to fall behind against decks like Zoo, against decks like Rogue. Um, and so actually getting to play this card, Hunter's going to struggle to kind of get to that stage in the game, I feel, yeah. against other aggressive decks. This going to be great against control decks, Like, midrange Hunter just play minions, play minions, play minions, slam this, and it's really hard to deal with, and then they play the Death Knight, and then it dies, and then you automatically pull another high main out of your deck, and so yeah, this card on its own is insane, it's just, does Hunter have the early game to support it?
1: I'm sure people will try out Hemet, uh, Hemet decks with this as Mm, well. Yeah,
0: but the the issue still with Hemet is that it's, it's still an 8 mana card, right, so... Um, but I guess you could guarantee that the value you get from Battle Cry and Death Road are super great if you did that. Um, yeah. Because you know, as, I a, mean, I, as a hunter, you have to play low minion, like low minion beasts. Like, yeah, we have Alley cab but you know, people play Grandmother people play Razor You know, like you still have to play those two drops and one drops, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean it could work really well, right? Yeah. Like you could play. I think so. uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe they even print like another one mana beast and then you could play like that new one mana beast and then Alicat and then Grandmother and Crackling Razor Maw, mm-hmm. and then like play no beast in like the three and four mana slot and then play like mm-hmm. beast like yeah. six, five mana. And that would work really great with Hammett. Yeah, you got
0: to yeah, win you've yeah, got got you have com- to win, right? Immediately, right? So yeah, that's true.
1: You've got companion and um, you know, to kind of beat that three mana slot anyway, which won't, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I, you have, I, like, a
0: bow and
3: kill command. Yeah. Uh-huh. Handmaster isn't a beast. So. Yeah, yeah, Handmaster is- isn't a beast. And then, like, you can only, like, start playing at 6 with Savannah or something. You like,
2: could even play, like, really defensive things like Mistress Mixtures or, yeah. like, Saronite yeah, yeah. Chain Gang, Tar Creeper, like, it's these type be. of things that are just, like, strong cards on their own that aren't beasts but kind of help you survive for a while.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be, be definitely interesting to... <laughs> we Get a chance to, to try the Keliseth, right? <laughs> yeah, Keliseth Hunter, right? Exactly. <laughs> but would it be good enough to be, like sneak Nazoth in there too and see so and get like <laughs> this again? Yeah, okay. there be, would be room for N'zoth, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not if you play with Mythos of Mixtures, but <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, next up, we've got uh, let's see two spells. I think these might be the last two that we have here. Okay, so we've got. <laughs> Um, the Warrior Spellstone, which, uh, it's another thing I think about this, uh, release is that each class will get their Spellstone. So this is 7-mana Lesser Mithril Spellstone, a rare, and Summon 155 Mithril Golem. So we, we've upgraded to Mithril Golems from Jade Golems, uh, and it, it upgrades every time you equip a weapon. So, um, what that means, guys, is that if you, um, have this card in your hand and then you equipped the a weapon then the Summon 1 Mithril Golem turns into Summon 2 5, five Mithril Golem. And then if you um, equipped another weapon on top of that, then it maxes out at 3. So you can actually get 3 five fives from this if you hold it long enough and you have enough weapons in your, your deck. Uh, so a little bit later, but do you think Warriors are going to be able to pull this off? I mean, Warriors are the control class, right? So um, if there's anything that can have the patience for a Spellstone, it's going to be a, a Warrior, I would think.
1: I just don't know how if it's worth it. Like, you know, like is the effect of getting these 55s five good enough for how expensive it is? Like obviously like I think they could survive to get to this point, right? Um but it needs to kind of have an like an end game strategy. Like how does it win other than just attrition? You know, like it, it needs a little bit more um than just summoning a few 55s. Five That's my initial thought.
0: 3 15-15 is not enough for Allie. <laughs> for it's years. not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dragonfire Potion. Boom, boom. No, that's, like, true. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like, it, it, it needs a little bit more.
0: Um, and, yeah. Oh, can you imagine yeah. those 6-6? Six, six? Oh, man, that would be amazing. Yeah, oh. if it was 6-6,
1: six, six, I think it actually could
3: be slightly better. I, f- I think it's playable. Like, you c- But it, it's only playable in that that is not playable right now, which is like tempo or ear. Like, mm-hmm. you play with so the is mate, you play with... Uh, uh, oh. The four mana weapon. Yeah. You play with Malkorok, uh, and if you can get it to summon three five fives, you can just play that card and have three five fives and force your opponent to use removal on those three five fives and not overextend. Mm-hmm. So if you can okay. upgrade it to three and use it smartly, and 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 um tempo Warrior actually works, it might be good, but it's kind of situational. Like other than Town, th- uh, uh, sorry, other than. um Warrior, I don't see it being played in pirates and I don't see it being played in a uh, control. It's it's also like a very bad top deck, so I don't know.
2: Do you think you'd play Fiery War X in Tempo Rogue? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> um, <wow. laughs> Probably not. My have the, <laughs> the strong fallen man, or the mighty have fallen. Holy smokes! Yeah, I, I think but I agree have... with Radu on
2: this one. Yeah. Like, Tempo War Warrior would be the best place for this. Um, I think Temper Warrior could be a thing, though. I think it could be a thing. It could be a thing, yeah, but it's it could hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, Frothing yeah, Berserker I mean. is still an amazing card, right? So, yeah. if it just has the, the right tools... Either. Yeah. You're,
0: you're yeah. You're we haven't
1: seen the Warrior uh, weapon, correct?
0: No, no I don't believe so. No. No, I hope it's a fiery war axe. I hope he's like a <laughs> yeah, Tumana Fire. Right you just like that meme where he's fiery the original Fiery War renamed, basically.
3: Like imagine how much of a PR stunt that would be if Blizzard releases like a two Free weapon called Fiery Wien or something oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that would be funny yeah. no but i have
1: a feeling uh, it'll get a really uh, i i think that they'll give warrior a really good weapon right like that that would make sense so um if it's good enough yeah maybe we'll see a tempo deck
0: <clears throat> it's been a while since we've seen a super good weapon from him uh, we did see one last release right with the four mana um uh, weapon but um yeah Mithril Spellstone. i think it's it feels like a Doppelganger evolve type of play, you know. Um, It might, but it might be later than we see with Shaman, and like you guys said, it has to be in a mid range type of deck. But I kind of like it added to the Warrior deck, though. You know, it's like I think Warrior has so many things right now that are just like good for the Dead Man's Hand. That this type of uh, diversity, I think, is good. Alright, next one, we've got the Paladin spell. It's just called straight up Level Up. I mean, that's, that's pretty level cool. Up, bro. That's a very good uh, description <laughs> of what it does, too, because uh, it's 5 mana, rare. Give your Silverhand Recruits plus 2, plus 2, and taunt. That's that's Leveling Up, alright, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, so this is, I think, very good with something like a Flood Paladin, which, um, you know, we haven't seen in a while. We've seen attempts at it, and... You know that, that kind of hand buff Paladin was, was maybe headed in that direction. At least the early game of it, which is kind of cool. But um, yeah, what do, you get, what do you guys think? Will this actually make Flood Paladin something? Mm-hmm. Anybody?
2: Th- I would I would I would like to hope so. I think I used to love. I think everyone used to love mid range Paladin back in the day when <laughs> like Quartermaster was popular. Yeah, yeah, and for some I'll reason that was <laughs> such a popular deck that everyone used to love. And so, if, if that kind of, if this card kind of helped bring back that type of deck, I think that'd be really, really good for the game. Um, Is, does anyone know if, it's Stand Against Darkness in standard right now? Stand
0: Against Darkness? Yeah.
2: Summons five. Yeah. One I think ones. It is. Yeah.
4: yeah. So you yeah. could coin
2: Stand Against Darkness and then level up the turn after.
3: Lost in the Jungle is in standard. Like the one That's mana like someone to. Or even
2: the, yeah. the weapon
0: too, right? Like.
2: And uh Vine Cleaver, yeah, yeah. Vine Cleaver. Awesome. Yeah, and we've got the new two mana guy that adds three recruits to your hand as well.
0: Oh yeah, great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely this is gonna be one of the first decks I'm playing. this like a, a dude dude paladin.
0: Dude.
2: dude, 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 Level up
4: dude, dude paladin. <laughs>
0: there was a dude paladin at one point. Yeah, that was like, you know, just more of fun meme, but yeah, this maybe maybe this is a real thing. Then it gets wiped uh, by the Also you dusk. can use
2: like um the Steward of darkshire to give your dudes like Divine Shield and then the turn after <laughs> level up. Um so I like it a lot. I like it a lot.
0: It's gonna be rough <laughs> against Duskbreakers and things like that though. But
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's gonna be hard for it to actually see play, but mm-hmm. it, I, I like it.
0: <laughs> Jack is gonna pray. Jack
2: yeah.
0: is gonna
1: yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, like, it probably yeah. just depends on the meta. You like if there's maelstrom portals, you know, if shaman's good, like AOE. I, I want to believe in the card because I like it. I just don't know if it's gonna be good enough.
0: I wish it was just like God. I feel like it is like properly priced in a way, but at the same time, I kind of wish it was. A little bit cheaper. Just a tiny
3: or, bit cheaper. Or on a two-five body.
0: Yeah, or or a body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or two five body, like a quartermaster. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I don't know, like if yeah. you compare
3: it with Quartermaster, it's obviously worse because like the taunt doesn't really help. When you already have a big board you wanna go face anyways, and like your minions have taunt because if they don't kill the your minions you the game. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe if it was just Gear Silver Hand Recruits plus two plus two and four mana, then it could be spicy. But uh maybe they're afraid.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they are. I kinda I mean, we, yeah, I think so.
3: We don't have Mustang in the game, but uh in standard I mean. But I it's still good. think we, we have some. We options.
0: actually do. His name is Tarim, though, and he's a little bit more expensive. <laughs> 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 right, so um Yeah. Master
1: for battle coin level up. Oof.
0: Oh, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. I don't know, if you compare this just to you know blessing and spike ridge it's like those are just so much better you know like you don't even have to go wide with those so yeah it's this is like dependent on on So like it's very situational just you have to have a lot of things on the board while well, those things are very easy to execute i can't okay. see this being played unfortunately i'd like for to see it play but i'd actually i would have liked to see this card like two years ago two years ago would have been yeah. amazing i think but right now it's i don't think it's to, to yeah. that level I can definitely see Jackie playing it, but other than <laughs> that, I don't see I mean, that, uh... I think
2: one thing... Jackie yeah. card. When
0: Quartermaster was
2: popular, the only other card other than your hero power that someone Silverhand recruits was, like, Muster. Like, you had Muster. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, only Masters. So. and then, like, uh, just a card big. for a while mm-hmm. to, like, upgrade your hero power. But we've got a lot of things that create dudes now. Like, we've already gone through them all, like, Lost in the Jungle, Vlank, Cleaver, etc. Mm-hmm. But then there's also more benefits to getting a big board so if you do get a big board of silver hand recruits you, you can play two level ups in the deck you can play tarim you can play light Fused stegadons you can play steward of darkshire to give your um dude's divine shield to protect them to buff them the next turn so there is quite a lot of options so i think it's definitely worth experimenting with
0: all right cool Dude, Experimenting. <laughs> Dude, yeah. experimentation. That's what I like to hear. That's, the, I think that's what I like to hear. That's, that sounds kind of weird now that I say it say it out loud. But um yeah, so that's going to conclude our our card reveal at least for now. Um There's going to be more. Wait, probably, oh, is there another one that just came up? Yeah, there
1: was another one. Well, the, no, Feral Gibberer. We didn't. Oh, we didn't do gibber. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have jibber. it on here. I have it.
0: Oh man, I just like almost. Oh, there's missed another the, one we didn't talk about. I almost missed the. Uh, oh wait, wait. We I missed two. D- oh wait. Okay. Oh no, no. There's a. Uh,
4: Oh yeah, yeah, there's cable. two.
0: There, yeah, there's two of them. I, I, I think I moved them. That's why. Okay, hold on a second. I actually have them here. Where did I put them? I, I added them. Um, we've got. Oh, there we go. It's the. It's the first two. That's where it is. Okay. So yeah, we had like the mascot of the expansion, <laughs> which was the feral gibber, which maybe in the past was the weasel, but clearly this guy is. Uh, I think the uh, the meme. Uh, Mascot of, of the <laughs> expansion. And I don't know, Peter Whalen was thinking this guy was cute, and he is not cute in my, in my <laughs> no. opinion. He
1: reminds me of Taz from Looney Tunes, like Taz, yeah, the Tasmania Devil. Yeah. Does he remind you of Taz.
0: Yeah, he looks kind of like a Taz. He yeah. looks... reminds me of
2: the uh Yu Gi Oh card
0: Karibo. Yeah, everybody's calling him <laughs> Karibo right now. Totally. <laughs> I think he's like Karibo, and maybe for all the maybe older folks out there, he's like a combination of some Gremlins, like mixed together too. He looks cool, but um, anyways, he's a fear. Uh, he's a one mana, one one body, uh, rare drop. And after this minion attacks a hero, add a copy of it to your hand. Doesn't have charge on it though, so he actually somehow will have to live a turn. But you could have endless amounts of gibberers <laughs> in your hands. So I've seen some meme talks about, or I think Rada, you, you were talking about Quest Mage, or people talking about Quest Mage, or something like that, or maybe Raven was telling me about that. Uh, and no,
3: I didn't talk about this card at all. It's <laughs>
0: like that's a terrible uh, idea. I think it's a bit
3: wasted potential. Like maybe they could have made it like two mana and give it charge. Yeah. Then be yeah.
4: Like
3: interesting, but like now it's just like plain unplayable.
2: Ah, I disagree with that straight away. Come on, Jackie. That I use play in like, quest hunters, definitely.
1: Sell me on this card, Jackie, because um, I, I agree. So, Druid. Probably. I mean,
2: this is. I mean, like token Druid. Like this is a card. Huh. It's like, you know, when when everyone first like fledgling, like it's a three mana three three. Yeah. You think okay, it's a three mana three three. It's just an understated card. It's just gonna get removed and then do nothing. This is like that. It's like a one mana one one. It looks terrible. But then, if it does end up hitting you in the face, then you get another one. And then it could also, this one could also hit multiple times, and then the other one you play could also hit. Like it's, the value is pretty... You can get a lot of value from this. So yeah. basically,
3: basically, you want to pay 1 mana for a Wisp, that if the Wisp attacks face, you get another 1 mana Wisp.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> You hit the nail right on. Head. <laughs> I mean,
3: for you to survive, you need to play against a class that doesn't have a, a way to deal one damage. A ping.
0: Yeah, basically.
3: And uh, maybe even hide it behind the taunt, and yeah, maybe druid, but I think it's too, super slow for druid. And there's no eight words in any other deck, I think.
0: Hmm. Well, an aggro druid would it? Is there a scenario in the aggro druid that you would be hand maybe buff Paladin? <laughs> hand buff Paladin, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. I think Quest Hunter. I think Quest Hunter. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, Quest Hunter. That makes sense, too. Yeah.
1: So, like, I I don't see it just in aggressive decks because, like, Firefly, I think, is just simply better, you know. But if it's in a a quest deck or something that has an objective to be, like, copying cards, then I could give it a spot. But I I don't think you'd throw it in an aggro deck just to have a a 1 1, at least.
0: I mean, you can have it in the Paladin deck where you have the what is it the the Diviner or the three three drop that puts Divine Shield right on these guys. Um, the Steward of Darkshire. Yeah, Steward of Darkshire. Yeah. yeah, that could be good, um, or at least help it keep, stay alive, right? But, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, interesting. I don't like you said, Roddy. I don't know if it was is wasted on the kind of body that it's on or not, but um, the fact that you kind of add it back into your hand isn't something that we've seen other than the Hunter. Right, the, the raptors that, we've, that, that were introduced in Angoro, So pretty... It, I think it could it'd be interesting if somebody makes it good. Uh, the next thing we've got is another neutral card, which is a 3-drop, and it's called Rummaging Kobold. So just like the, the Junkyard Kobold, basically. It's a 1-attack, uh, 3-health battle cry. Return one of your destroyed weapons to your hand. So um, you know, if you lose it, you can get it back by this, this guy who just digs through the trash, basically. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what kind of weapon would we like to see back in our hand? Um, Atiesh, uh, probably if it got yeah. destroyed. I mean, that would be great, right? Um, yeah. It goes back to your hand, though. How much is Atiesh? Do we know? Like three mana or?
1: Green yeah. question. Yeah, actually, I have no idea. I have yeah. Idea.
0: a trivia question. How much is Atiesh whenever it's back in your hand
3: but even if it's like super cheap you need to play it after you already lost Atiesh. and let's say like medivh is your only weapon in the deck if you draw it pre-medivh it's like useless and like yeah. how many of these guys do you want to play you want to play like one you want to play two and you only have like one medivh you have to play it after the medivh like i think this can only see playing decks that have a lot of weapons which is like what pirate warrior and mm-hmm. they do have a lot of weapons that usually have time to play this. Maybe Tempo Warrior.
0: Tempo Warrior yeah. might have time to play this. Yeah. let <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. hope you don't get a... Yeah, yeah like anything, this Fate like or something. Like, yeah, you yeah. could
1: kind of. And they were cheaper. You could kind of keep bouncing them back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I agree with that. It's any any even though the kind of like legendary weapons are probably gonna be the best things to get back from this, you're not gonna be playing this. There's no way you're playing this in the deck where you've only got one weapon in the deck. Um, yeah,
4: yeah.
2: So yeah, warrior is a possibility. I also think maybe like Shaman, like if you go like Jade Claws on turn two, and then you swing with it twice, then you play this, and then you can jade claws again. It's a and bit like, of curve though, get
3: like jades. if you if you jade claws on two, you'll have like two mana on three. And then you have like four mana on four, so like when do you play this guy? That's the problem.
0: Yeah. It's such a weak
2: body. And the stats are so bad. Yeah. Like if it was actually so two. bad. A two two would look much
0: nicer than a one three. I think even a one four would be more intriguing, but or one five, like you know, we were talking about the um the battle cry card that I was doing for Jibated last time. Even one five would have been Kind of interesting. One three. I mean, that's that's almost nothing. (laughs)
3: One one thing that he has going for him, as Jackie said, you could play it in evolve shaman. Like maybe on turn five, you just like play this and then like replay a jade claws. And it's also good if you evolve it. But I'm not sure how much the situation is going to come up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing it could be good with is the six mana furnace fire colossus. Oh, which yeah, still your weapon in your oh,
0: hand. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. yeah, you can get at least one of your weapons back. Maybe
2: right, you I play think. that in Tempo Warrior. Oh,
0: that is hilarious. <laughs> oh what he's talking about, for those you don't know, is like there's a card where you destroy all the weapons in your hand and you give all the stats of your weapons to this minion that you throw on the board. It's, uh, Kill all those weapons. Um, that's considered destroying a weapon, right? Even though it comes from your deck, it's not not being destroyed in your hand, but I mean, like in your actual, you know, Wait, uh, But
3: also, equipped. destroys destroys
0: yeah. a hand, not a deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in sorry, in the hand, yeah, not the deck. <laughs> That'd yeah, be in insane the if it was like that. Um, okay, well, me. Uh, I think that's a definitely um, a, a card that uh, is intriguing. You know, I think people will try it for sure and try to get get warrior back into the into the the forefront. Maybe with some more weapons to the face. We'll see what the warrior weapon's going to be soon. Um, but all right, that's it for the cards, guys. That, that was fun. I think it's fun. nice this time around because we didn't have like thirty cards to go through like last time, right? Like that was yeah. not nearly as fun so um, it was good getting a chance to review it but um, why don't we uh, thank some of our patrons now just give a, spend a little bit of time to, to always give thanks to those guys because you are the guys that support the show keep the show running so I want to spend a little bit of time and give a shout out to Mike T, Rami S for being our legendary producers as always and then uh, Albert, Bryce L, Engine S Brandon P, Ray Dan, Bob K Eric L, Jackpot777 Feldy Locke's Pink Mage Diaries <laughs> that's cool Will S, Code, and Cody K Thanks so much. Uh, if you didn't hear your name, we'll get to your name. Don't worry about it, like, eventually in the, in the future weeks. Uh, but, again, if you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash valuetown, and, uh, yeah, make a pledge if you, if you like the show. Anything helps, guys. All right, host challenge. So we actually had some people do the host challenge this week. Yay. Like, last week it was a <laughs> complete fail because we had such a hard one. But this week, we, uh, for those of you that didn't watch or tune in last week, uh, Raven suggested the Boulevard. <laughs> challenge which was how big of a bolvar can you make so uh mm-hmm. we had Miranda is just our challenge I think guru because he always comes up with challenge. good ones here we go this is this is the one that he ended up getting he ended up winning it with a 5328 bolvar huh. which uh pretty exciting i mean he obviously used a little bit of the Wow. The skill. <laughs> the, 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 uh, obviously the, um, the Bone Mares and uh, some help from other buffs, I'm sure, too. But uh, he did say that he did get some plus two, Quite a few 2s just from the normal Bolar plays. So uh, that's pretty impressive. I think that takes your opponent not killing you, right? Like, he, I don't think you can get that in one turn or anything like that.
1: No, you'd
0: have to... He had to be a good sport. Well, he might have Ice Block, so maybe... Maybe uh, he was able to buy... Hopped to the 21. Yeah, hopped <laughs> to at that 21. <laughs> that's true.
3: That's true. I so mean, he's pretty... playing against Questmage, right? So yeah. Questmage doesn't kill your board usually. Yeah. He's also playing from the phone, so that's like another achievement.
0: Yeah, that's true. Little do we know, somehow he, he might have lost... No, he couldn't have lost it. It's like 8 mana. It's like on turn 8 or something ah, like that. Ah, he could. Right? It's pretty crazy. Um, but cool, Yeah. Uh, Ray Dan, congratulations on another week of winning <laughs> the host challenge. But uh, we should come up with another one. You guys think of anything? Anything? Or, R- R- Roddy, well, I'm sure you've thought of something, right? Something crazy in the past? Anything? Um, Like Talk. a challenge. Yeah, like a challenge. Like the biggest X that you can do or the. Try to guess a card that they will reveal for the next expansion. Guess (laughs) a card? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe we can do that. So if you guys have a guess, go ahead and email those guesses to valuetown at and you gotta guess before the actual card comes out, it doesn't <laughs> count, so you can be like our oracles of valuetown <laughs> or something like that we'll be, you know, we've had people actually nail it pretty hard in the past and when people came up with um, mechatork workshop cards and then they would come out with cards like almost they're very very similar so it'd be cool if people could predict that uh, Deck of the week, um, we should come up with something. God, the last one was so good, Jackie. Like, everybody loved that Paladin. The Paladin? Like, super loved it, yeah. Uh, could
2: um, use one of my decks I won Game Game with. Okay. I
1: was sure. going to say Tempo, <laughs> Jackie's Tempo Priest, maybe. Yeah, Tempo yeah, Priest. We could do, that sounds good. Good Tempo Priest.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah you're going to have to sh- yeah, give me that list. Um, But I'll post that yeah, on the Patreon list. site. Um, and those of you that aren't patrons, you can still participate in Deck of the Week. It's just the little mini shows that we do on Monday. We just have the patrons on for as guests. But I definitely take the feedback that you guys send in, and we just average it out. And the last one, the Paladin, was seventy-nine percent win percentage. So you know we've had we had players across the board playing it. It was good. Definitely really really good. Um, all right, so Q and A. We've got one question from Ahmed, of course. He says with AI destroying professional players in Dota 2 and with Google DeepMind tackling StarCraft 2, do you think Hearthstone is a good game for AI to test its abilities and beat professional <laughs> Hearthstone players?
1: I love this question. When love is, this.
0: Are you going to lose to a computer? Basically, <laughs> and Jack, <yeah. laughs> when are you guys going to lose to a computer like in a tournament? That's what they're, gonna, that's what they're wondering. What do you guys think? I'm sure somebody's tried it. Like, I mean, are trying it, but it's so hard. I mean, like the permutations are huge, right? Can so, can
1: I say I yeah, something? Yeah, just, I was gonna say, um, it it almost doesn't matter at some point though because there, with Hearthstone, there's always going to be that RNG element. So you know, it, an AI might be able to calculate the best optimal play, the best probability of doing everything, but RNG, you know, RNG is still a factor. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think at that point, you know, the, the of course, the AI could win, but the, the professional player could just as easily win because of random effects.
0: I mean, it's kind of like poker, right? Bots playing poker and how they do, like, overall, in a way. I mean, maybe it's not quite as crazy as that. Already, you, you could probably speak to it a lot. I know you use so a lot like, of numbers. Yeah, yeah
3: like, the, the funny thing is that while traveling to Gamegyun, I was discussing with Nerea on the bus, and we talked exactly about this subject for like one hour. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> really? I don't
0: know, yeah, we got yeah. an hour here, but. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, like the conclusion basically is that I don't think it's easy to make an AI for Hearthstone because to play perfect Hearthstone, you need to know what your opponent's deck looks like. Like, you need to understand the meta game, know what decks are played in the meta game, and ideally nail your opponent's deck to like uh, 29, 30 cards so that you can play around cards optimally. And then it's just, like, a game of percentages about uh, what you make the correct play. Because, like, trading on board and these kind of things, if you can train for, like, one month, you can probably do them perfectly. But it takes a lot of skill to try to read what your opponent has in the hand and play around cards optimally. And, uh, yeah, that can probably be very hard to be implemented in a bot.
1: So I don't think we're going to say soon. That's essentially what AI does, though, when it learns. Like, with Dota, it's... It, it tells the AI, here's the objective. The objective is win, and it t- and it gives like very simplistic, like you can't do this, you can do this, and it literally runs itself a million times until it learns how to win. And so in this situation, you would be we, you'd build the artificial intelligence to play ladder or like to play understand the meta game over and over and over again, and then it would on its own understand like the probability of what it needs to play around. Oh. Like that, That's that's that that's that's how. So that, that's how it worked with Dota, and so I feel like it would be the the same thing with Hearthstone. It would just play a thousands thousands of games, and then that's how it would calculate. calculate just the way that. No, Go ahead.
3: Uh, yeah, I was saying that you you would need to make it play ladder for like thousands of games, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that might be quite difficult.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think it'd be difficult at all. I don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely not simple, but is it doable? It's definitely doable. It's just, you know, you'd have to have like a a lot of resources um, dedicated to it. Some, you know, some machine learning, obviously, involved too, and just to make it as optimal as possible. But you could create an algorithm that that could learn, learn, you know, nuances, not just be, you know, literally a statistical type of uh, calculator. And um, have it eventually get to the point where it's playing, I think, better than than all or some players. To be honest, they can still lose, like you said, Ali. So it's not going to be like clear in results necessarily. You know, like you're still going to see somebody that's probably winning like 70% of the time versus winning, you know, um, 100% of the time. But absolutely, it is. I didn't even realize the AI was destroying to 2 players right now. Like, did you guys know about this? Oh I, yeah, it's, it's crushing them. Oh, I didn't even it's know. Crushing that. Them. Wow. Okay.
1: Mm -hmm. the players were really like salty about it too (laughs) really yeah they were they were really salty they're like um trying to take away from the technology it actually kind of triggered me because i think it's kind of remarkable of you know how the technology is advancing so um
0: were they trying crazy stuff like just really trying to throw it off by like i don't know doing crazy all-in things in the very beginning and stuff like that because i mean of course aim wise and like creeping and things like that they're going to be perfect right a computer is going to be absolutely perfect yeah. doing that
1: He's, there is actually like, strat- strategies that the players learned from the ai oh, that's just nice. like that's the cool. ancient game of um the alpha go you know they're, they're yeah, actually yeah. the you know the, the people or the Human. professionals that, you know, ha- had these strategies um, over time and they've learned from the AI even in that ancient game and it, like, blew their minds. So, no, I think the the, the possibilities with Hearthstone are, are also, you know, be comparable to these games. But the random element of Hearthstone is what would really, like, kind of be a toss-up sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> if there's
2: ever if there's ever becomes a good bot that becomes like kind of learns the meta game and knows to play around all the best decks then i'll just uh, i'll just mean the shit out of it and it won't know what to do
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be the uh, blizzcon event every year it's like <laughs> <laughs> hearthstone <laughs> <laughs> championship versus
4: <laughs> bot-
0: <laughs> bot- exactly oh god that'd
3: be what would be like really interesting would be, like, uh, to see if uh, same similar to other games, uh, the pro players can learn from the bot something. Like, I'm really curious if the bot would have, like, some specific patterns that uh, it finds uh, are the best.
1: Absolutely.
0: So uh, I, what I would like to see, I think it would be really, really fun, just me being, you know, just programming and everything, is that, you know, back in... The, I haven't done it in a while, but me and, and a group of friends, we used to be just complete nerds. And we would, like, have programming contests. Like, we would... We would develop a um just uh, just for lack of better words, we'd almost develop like like a battleground, and then we would come with our own bots and then we would like okay you know let's let's beat each other so the simplest one was like rock paper scissor. who could beat each other in a in a hundred rock paper scissor sessions and then we'd figure out ways to to create the result that we wanted and it wasn't necessarily all the time like you would you would you know like make a bot that out- outsmarts your guy i mean we we you can kind of cheat sometimes and and try to just print that you won, you know, like just kind of skip and and and, and kind of pull from memory and things like that. But um, it'd be cool if they created a uh, a contest where you actually could write a bot that plays Hearthstone, and you go against another guy that wrote a bot that plays Hearthstone, and then just go at <laughs> Who it. Wrote the yeah, watch? exactly. Who who's better at at programming a bot? That would be pretty fun. That would encourage botting. That would be botting, pretty fun to watch, that, actually. Yeah, that would encourage botting, which is I don't know if Blizzard wants to do that, but I think that would be an interesting <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Blizzard definitely in. doesn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but good question, um, Amin. Definitely appreciate that. I think we got time for one more. If anybody in the chat, uh, Jackie, you might want to you want to take a look at the chat, see if anybody. Um, I'll yeah, I've been
2: lucky. <laughs> That's oh, okay. just a memes, Oh,
0: is it just a bunch of memes? Okay, somebody's got to have a, a question in there. Maybe one question. We don't ever take a question from Twitch chat. so. Um. Legitimate yeah, questions? question, chat. Yeah, legitimate question. Yeah, yeah, so
3: <laughs> so Talking about memes, like, imagine how funny it would be if, like, they designed, like, super intelligent bot, like, the best, they, they would be, like, the best Hearthstone player, and then the, the bot would just, like, go face almost all the time. <laughs>
0: imagine, imagine. <laughs> if it was smart enough to adjust to it, oh, yeah, that would be hilarious.
1: We finally have the answer, the best way <laughs> to play Hearthstone is their face. Yeah. Um, no, the, que- the question is, is that, because I do think eventually we'll get to that point, is that yeah. we'll we still want to see humans play other humans, or will we want to see bots play other bots? And I, I, would, I would say that w- humans will still want to see other humans compete. Um, that would be, that's my hope, mm-hmm. you know? Cool. Uh, but yeah. I think those are real questions that we'll be asking ourselves in 20 years' time.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I think it's one of those things where I think when you watch Hearthstone, it's still about um, appreciating and watching um, the players that make the least number of mistakes. You know, like, uh, that, that's usually what determines, uh, or at least a lot of times, that determines who wins. Is just the player that didn't make as many mistakes. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's more entertaining right now than just watching just perfect play, because, you know, like, it's kind of boring if it's already... <laughs> you know, like, if people already kind of know what the percentages are right from the get-go, then it's just kind of like, dude, that's not that exciting, right? So they'd have she to like change. Also, they'd uh, have to change the rules on us like constantly, right? Like, sorry, this round it's this. The next round it's this. You know, and uh, you'd have to adapt somehow. Your bot would have to adapt.
3: Yeah, like humans also want to watch other humans, right? So I don't think un- unless we're gonna have replicants like in Blade Runner, <laughs> they're probably not gonna like uh, yeah, want to yeah. watch just like pure machines playing against pure yeah.
2: machines. But There's if you no get rep- to the you get ever. to like
3: having robots that like look like humans. Then maybe, but... Yeah,
1: like Westworld, you know, I mean, yeah. these questions <laughs> are a little are bit more boss? relevant.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think until we're to that point, we're still going to want to see humans playing each other, but, yeah. you know, yeah. 50 years or whatever, you know, that time is when we might actually have, you know, some kind of Westworld society, like that. that's when the question is a little bit more more relevant. Yeah.
0: Um, All right, but, so, are, are so- there, are there no questions or... Can, Someone uh, asked, yeah.
2: to... okay. Go on from gjc327. Okay. Uh, which class needs the most help for the, for the next expansion?
1: That was the one uh, that I burn. was going to
0: pick out. Which needs the most help Hunter. for the next expansion?
2: Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I would say definitely Hunter. Uh, I mean, I think they've got it in... I think the, the secret they've got is pretty good. The two mana...
0: Okay.
2: Is it when your heroes attacked to summon a three mana minion?
0: Yeah, what was, um, yeah, that's that's
2: yeah. pretty good.
4: Yeah, um, so? and
2: I think the legendary we've seen today is also re- I think it's really powerful, but it doesn't really help them with their current problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Warrior needs a little bit of help.
1: I think Warrior. That. I think Warrior's kind of in a I never play Warriors. I I play more Hunters than I do Warriors,
0: honestly. Well, if you don't like to play Dead Man's Hand Warrior, then you're not going to like to play Warrior right now, right? Yeah, (laughs) which I don't. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I can't play too much of it either. I play a little bit, and then it's like, okay, I'm getting bored, so let's play something else. But uh, yeah, I'd like to see Warrior too. I think that would be the biggest one. Okay, well, why don't we wrap up? It was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, RDU, it's obviously great to have you on. It's always fun to have you on. Thanks and, for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's always uh, a pleasure. Any shout-outs you want to do before you take off?
3: Uh, to my team, G2 Esports.
0: All right. G2? Yeah, G2. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, you can follow RDU on at G2RDU. And what's your stream again for everybody, just in case they don't know? Uh, RDU live. Okay, RDU live, awesome. Uh, Allie, want to do some shout outs?
1: Uh, shout out to Jackie my team F2K, um, and also to Twitch chat. Uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> and um, our patrons, thank you very Thanks. much for supporting us. I'm sorry, Jackie. You
0: totally wanted to say that. <laughs> That's what about Jackie Tokyo. going after Ellie. like, yeah, he's, what am I supposed uh, to say now? I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's
1: Jackie goes first. And That's I'm true. I like, try to mix
0: oh, it up with sorry. you guys, so you can, you know, have a little bit of the the uh, a chance to to get the the F two K love first. Uh, Jackie, how about you? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: thank you for Game Goon and everyone yeah. who uh, organized the event in Spain. It was yeah. a fantastic tournament, and. Um, Great place to get my first tournament win. So uh, yeah. yeah, thanks to all of you guys, and, and everyone to. who was supporting me through the tournament as well. Lots of you guys like sending me messages on Twitter and stuff like that, and it, it was uh, it was really nice. So uh, yeah, thank you for that. And um, yeah, to my team, Fade to Karma, for supporting us and helping us live our dreams.
0: <laughs> the bad oh, nice. That's
1: so nice. That
0: was very Disney <laughs> <ending>. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Where dreams come true. Yeah. Thanks everybody for watching. Obviously, the three of you guys for doing the show. Uh, I do have like a mini kind of announcement that I can let you guys know about. We're doing a streamer showdown this Monday, and uh, we got kibler Toast, and Trump going at it. And we've actually got Garrett from the Angry Chicken that's going to be hosting it. So that's going to be um, cool get a chance to see Garrett in this type of format for the first time. It's going to be Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Toast's channel, so uh, tune into that. We've actually got some new segments today, or at least one new segment to debut that I've been working on for months, so I can't wait to actually finally show you guys and uh, see what you guys think. Because if you like memes and everything, you're going to love this <laughs> this segment memes? for sure. Yeah, the memes, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but if you guys uh, want to listen to Value Town on the way to work or when you work out, you can find us on iTunes and uh, Google Play as well as SoundCloud.com slash ChamiMV. You uh, can find the VODs always at YouTube.com slash And follow the show at ValuetownGG. But that's gonna be it, guys, for this week. So, for RDU, uh, Ali Straza, Jackie Chan, and myself, Cham MV, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See ya. Falling on the ground,
4: long day, but we won't back down. One thing playing on our minds, long way, but we won't
0: give up now. You crave the love I gave, and we'll do.
4: It's loud.